You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the Budweiser Reds Hot Stove League, presented by the Holy Grail and United Dairy Farms. The Reds are on the radio. The Hot Stove League is brought to you by the Holy Grail Bank's Tavern and Grill, KTM Food Group. Check out our new line of chef-crafted favorites available in stores now. JTM, Beacon Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, Ohio Suicide Prevention Foundation, where there's help, there's hope, and by Norcom. The Reds Hot Stove League is brought to you by... on the Reds Radio Network. Welcome into the Reds Hot Stove League with Jim Day. I am Tommy Thrall. As always, it's presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. We've got a lot to get to on this show. Jim, it's great to be with you in person out here in the desert in Goodyear. Indeed, the first show completely emanating from Arizona. I was lonely out here. I know everyone's out here, so it's all good. And we finally got to go to dinner together, which was great. Crushed some sushi, embarrassed ourselves. It was awesome. A lot going on out here in Arizona as well. We've got uh, Tyler Stevenson will join us in this second half hour of the show. We'll also catch up with Reds reliever Lucas Sims, but uh, let's get right out of the gate in a big way. We've got Reds general manager Nick Crawl joining us, and Nick, it has obviously been a huge uh, week since we last came on the air. Uh, the lockout has been resolved. There's been three trades, all pretty sizable. Um, so this is this has just been a, a really busy time for you, as you kind of knew it would be once things got rolling again. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, right when right when free or uh, say uh, transaction freeze was over, uh, we. That night, we called all 30 clubs and probably called 20 agents uh, just to start our off-season program again. Um, and that's the tough part. It's, it's right now. This would be, you know, December, January, as opposed to the right at the beginning of spring training. So it's been a uh, it's been definitely a whirlwind over the last couple of days. And uh, hopefully, it'll calm down. We can get some players in here. And it'll calm down over the uh, ensuing weeks. Let's uh, work backwards, I guess, if you will, because there's news of the day and that the trade of Amir Garrett to Kansas City for left-handed pitcher Mike Miner. What do you like about Mike Miner, and where is he going to fit into this ball club? Yeah, Mike's a starting starting pitcher, quality starting pitcher. Last year he had a four, uh, three fielding independent pitching. Um, he, he's a guy that's just going to come in and, and be a part of your rotation right, right away. He's a, he's a pitcher that's worked with uh, Derek Johnson in the past. We're really excited with uh, with who he is as a person, what he brings to the table uh, in the clubhouse, and you know we really think he can be a, a quality part of this group. One of the things you've talked a lot about is is the youth, and and, and a lot of these moves you, you've brought back a lot of prospects. On the surface, this doesn't look like it kind of fits in with that, but but in talking with you before we came on the air. In a way, it still does because he's the type of guy that, that can can help younger pitchers, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we have younger pitchers on the staff, but having a, a good quality veteran on the staff is uh, that that can be an influence on the younger pitchers is is, is extremely important. Uh, we've got Hunter Green, Nick Lodolo, Brandon Williamson, who we just brought in from um, Seattle. 
we've got Graham Ashcraft. These guys are younger players in camp, and you know they're fighting for spots on the major league team. And you know, I think being with being with a guy like that is going to be helpful for them in their development as well. You have talked about building within the philosophy of uh, where you sit in market size that you need to build within, and part of that is making tough decisions when with guys that have two years of of controllability or a one year of controllability. Is this what we should perhaps get used to that you have to make these tough decisions with guys that have a couple years of control because you're going to get a better return? Yeah, you know it's, it is a tough decision when you make, when you make uh, when you trade a player. I think we. Uh, People look at it and say, oh, you're just looking at this transactionally or whatever. And, and you know, I, I talked to my wife who's from Cincinnati about this, and, and it's, it's, really, it's really tough because I think we look at it, people say it's, 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 only, it's business, it's not personal. And I think it's always personal. It's personal to the person on the other side of the table. It's personal to the, the player that you're, that, you're, that you're moving. It's personal to all of us that work with these players. Um, it's personal to the fans that have made connections to these players. Whenever uh, you know you go to the ballpark or you see exciting moments or you know that player signing an autograph for your kid, I know that when I was a uh, few years ago when we traded Jay Bruce, my daughter cried and, and she loved Jay Bruce. I mean, he was her favorite player. She had made a connection with him and you know just being around and, and I think that's that's a tough thing. You know, when you when you have that that favorite player, you know, for us as a small market, we don't take that lightly. We we definitely um, are not looking to to do that, but. You know, sometimes you, you do have to take that step backwards or sideways to, to move forward. And, and it's, you know, with that deal with we made the other day with uh, the Mariners, Jesse Winker is a, is a great quality human being, and so is Eugenio Suarez. But for us, getting Brandon Williamson is a huge get that he has a chance to go to AAA, potentially be in the big leagues this season. He has a chance to be a, a longtime starting pitcher in the middle of your rotation. Getting Jake Fraley is a quality defensive outfielder that is a is a player that you can play all three outfield spots. He gives other guys days off. He hits left your hits excuse me, hits right-handed pitching. He should profile pretty well in our ballpark coming from Seattle. Justin Dunn gives us a, a chance to um, he gives us the chance to add another starting pitcher whenever or starting pitcher reliever whenever he gets healthy. We also get a player to be named later that has high upside that we think and we get to scout for a couple months before we actually uh, do something here. So making that trade, yeah, it took some off your major league club. It went, We got some things for the future, but it also helped us make the Mike Miner trade because we were able to bring another starting pitcher. It gave us some financial flexibility to be able to come in and say, okay, now we're in the free agent market. We're trying to sign some more guys that can help this club be the best it can in 2022. No one's trying to tank 2022, but there is a, you are trying to thread the needle of, of, hey, we weren't good enough last year. We're trying to figure out how to, you know, get some youth in here to be better for the long term and, and, and make us a sustainable winning organization. You know, that's, that's, that's our ultimate goal is to be, is, our ultimate goal is to win the World Series. And some people say, oh, it's not, it is. It's, but we got to figure out how to be sustainable. We can't just take one shot every, 10 years, we've got to figure out how to be a sustainable organization built through our minor leagues, built through our player pipeline, which is our amateur scouting or international scouting and our player development. And that's where our players are going to come from. When you look at our clubs, whether it's the, the 1990 club, the, the, the teams back in the 70s, our team from 2012, those teams were built from our player pipeline. Joey Votto was from here. Jay Bruce was from here. 
Um, we made some trades to bring bring some players in, but Johnny Cueto, Homer Bailey, Mike Lee, they were all from here. Todd Frazier, they were all from our organization. We have, we've made that commitment to make sure that we're going to build through the player pipeline. And at the same time, no one wants to completely tear this team down. We want to do as well as we can in 2022 and see if we can get in that in, in the playoffs because you get in the playoffs, the Castillos and Mallies are going to help you win those playoff series and, and you know potentially get you to where you want to go. You mentioned Castillo. You mentioned Malley. Uh, w- with all the trades that have taken place so far, uh, with you saying that, safe to assume they'll be on the roster on opening day? Yeah, we, we, we project them to be on our club on opening day. Very good. Um, when you look at the future of this club, um, it's got to be. You, you mentioned some names: Hunter Green, Lodolo, Williamson. I mean, you got a chance to have next season, if not this season, one of the brightest, youngest rotations in the league. Yeah, we're really excited. I think you know when you look at our organization and our our top to bottom, we've got some really good young players starting at the big leagues with India. Stevenson and, and Vladimir Gutierrez that all garnered Rookie of the Year votes last year. We've got some players, some, some quality starting pitchers uh, in the guys you mentioned at AAA. We've got some quality position players at the lower levels that we think are going to come through our systems. Uh, Matt McLean, Ellie De La Cruz. Uh, you know, we're, we're really excited about the group we have. It's con- but we need to continue to get more into our system, continue to, to acquire players whether it's through the draft, free agency, trade, that can make our system better. And making our system better, we're going to be able to build a great foundation for our big league club. When you talk about, you mentioned it earlier, to backtrack just a little bit to something you said, you're talking about kind of moving into that next phase of this offseason, and that's starting to add guys. Where are some areas you want to see, uh, you want to pick some guys up and fill in some holes right now? Well, getting minor solidifies our starting rotation. It gives us a spot that's open that we can have some of the younger pitchers compete for that spot and see where it takes us. I'm really excited with what they've shown in camp so far. And, you know, they can, they can make this club out out of out of spring training and and we'll see, you know, who who it is and if they're ready. Real quick. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, no. uh, (laughs) Bullpen. Um, Trading Amir. uh, We've, we've had some injuries. I'd love to be able to add some guys there. We've got, Daniel Duarte, Alexis Diaz, Jared Solomon, uh, players of, uh, that we've brought to camp, Trey Wingenter, that have a chance to compete for spots uh, that are uh, that, that are there. Backup catcher is, is open. Uh, I'd love to add a utility infielder. Um, maybe a, obviously we got a DH now, so adding a DH that can either platoon or uh, hit righties, lefties. You know, be a big bat. Maybe play other positions. Uh, also, maybe an outfielder. We got about 30 seconds for this answer. I'm sorry to put you on the spot, but you freed up some money with some of these trades. Is it safe to say that you have the freedom to add in the free agent market as we speak right now? Yeah, we're working on adding free agents as we speak and, and trying to make this club as good as it can be in 2022. Nick, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. I know you're busy, so thanks for joining us. Thanks as always, Jeff. Thank That's you. Reds General Manager Nick Crawl. Registration is now open for the 2022 Reds Baseball and Softball Camps. There are 15 locations available throughout Ohio, Kentucky, Indiana, and all are designed for boys and girls of all abilities. Register by March 15th to receive early bird pricing. Visit Reds.com slash camps. The Reds Hot Stove League continues with Reds reliever Lucas Sims next on the Reds Radio Network. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back in the Reds Hot Stove League brought to you by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. We are emanating from Goodyear, Arizona. Coming up this season, if he's healthy, Lucas Sims has a good chance to be slotted in as your Reds closer. Tommy Thrall had a chance to catch up with Lucas. Lucas, obviously this year's a a, a big opportunity for you. How excited are you to get this season going and, 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 and be back in uniform and around the game again? Yeah, every year, um, you know, prior to the season, you get those butterflies of, um, you know, this is this is what I love doing. I love playing baseball. I love um, going out there and, and playing this game and um, being out there with my teammates and, and the coaches and, and, you know, going out there and trying to win ballgames, um, you know, as a group, um, you know, meeting new faces and trying to build new relationships. Um you know, it's it's something to always always look forward to. As long as you got a jersey, it's always something to look forward to. You, you talk about new faces. There are some new faces around uh, this spring. It, th- things have changed a little bit. Uh, how how does that affect kind of how you go about your business and, and your focus and, and, and what you're trying to do? Because obviously that stuff's going on. Those, those are guys that you're friends with. They're, they're teammates. Uh, is it possible to kind of separate the personal side and, and, and the baseball side? Yeah, I think you have to. Um, obviously, like I said, you want to build relationships with people. And, and um, you know, I, I take pride in trying to be a good teammate. Um, I think part of that is is being able to build those relationships, those friendships, um, getting to know your teammates. I think that, that only helps build your bond, and, and I think it helps you out on the field. Um, but also uh, part of being a good teammate is – putting in your work, being able to be prepared, um, and, and doing your best ability to go out there and do your job. So um, you kind of have to be able to separate it, but I think that's kind of all-encompassing of um, you know what it means to be a teammate. For you, as you look at this season and, and, and your role and how you kind of fit into the bullpen, obviously the back end of the bullpen job is, is wide open. Is that something? Is that kind of an area where, where you've got your focus? I think ultimately – Right. You want to be that's kind of the ace of the ace of the bullpen. Right. And that's that's something I strive to be. I think, um, you know, that's that's something I, I'm I'm willing to, to step in. And that's something I want. Um, you know, the, my personal goals, I, I want to be one of the best. And um, if you're not striving for that, then why bother? So um, that, that's that's my that's my goal. I, like I said, being part, um, you know, being a good teammate. I'm, I'm going to be prepared. I'm going to do the work. Um, I'm, I'm going to do my best to go out there and, and do my do my part and do my job. How eager after the injuries last year are you to be back here and, and, and get going again? Like I said, every year is different, right? Every year is special. Um, just being back in camp, um, you know, once once we come to the agree- came to the agreement, um, everything gets settled and uh, everybody gets to camp. It's time to get to work, and it's it's um, like I said, it, it's always I'm always grateful for the opportunity when, when I have a jersey and get to show up, go to work, and 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 play this game um, that I've, I've loved my entire life. Um, 
be able to do that for a living there's it, you know if, if you can't get fired up for that then then it's probably time to hang it up how do you you talk about you know trying to be the this team's closer and and and, and that's the goal that's the ultimate goal as, as well it should be uh how do you get to that point i mean what what do you what do you feel like you need to do to be able to be a lockdown guy at the end of games i think do what i do um you know dj's got this this thing that that he's been saying ever since he, uh, he came to the reds it's be great at what you're good at right um i i'm not gonna try and go out there and, and be something i'm not i'm i'm gonna go out there and and be lucas sims and i think um you know i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna be prepared and and be myself and i think the rest kind of takes care of itself that's something i've always i've always believed in myself um and and you know to have that opportunity um you know time to get this thing rolling games are cranking up here soon how are you feeling i feel great i'm, I'm excited um i've i've missed it uh it reminds me a lot of 20 um you know if if that didn't make you grateful um and, and you know and thankful for for the opportunity to play this game you know you um you kind of don't realize how much you love it um, sometimes until it's taken away and it puts a new perspective on things so um, I, I'm I'm super thankful that we were able to get a deal done um, and, and now now the rest is we get to play ball um, I, I, that's that's the best there's you can't beat it you talk about it it, it felt a little bit like 20 it, it, in that year you didn't really know when to get going again and was that kind of a challenge this year to try to figure out all right to time your ramp up so that you're ready once spring training started was that was that difficult at times yeah it was it was a little bit it was a little bit weird but I guess we kind of did have a little bit of a trial run in in 20 uh you know and just the way uh, the way things fluctuated with uh optimism and pessimism was it whether it's going to get done or not um you know you just kind of you do your best to prepare. Um, there, there's no uh, script for it. You, you do the best you can, and um, you know, here we are. You know, April seventh. In addition to the family, I'm sure that helped distract you from uh, what was going on this offseason a little bit as well, huh? Yeah, we had a we had a little girl in in October, so uh, you know, it worked out to where I had a lot of time to to spend. Um, be a dad try my best to kind of figure this parenting thing out the best i can um you know thinking goodness my wife is is on top of it uh i just try my best to it's been a blast it's been so fun um being able to uh, experience parenthood this off season this winter it's um it's it's special i'm having a blast with that as well Congratulations, and I uh, look forward to seeing you back out on the mound soon. Yeah, Tommy, always a pleasure. Thanks. Tommy, Lucas, thank you very much. We've got more to come on the Reds Hot Stove League. Around the corner, we will talk to a guy that is the man now. He is your Reds catcher, Tyler Stevenson. He'll join us when we come back on the Reds Hot Stove League here on the Reds Radio Network. It's only a kick. A jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome 
Welcome back to the Red Hot Stove League, as always presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. With Jim Day, I am Tommy Thrall, and we are pleased to be joined by Reds catcher Tyler Stevenson. And Tyler, thanks so much for joining us. We come to you from Goodyear, Arizona. Uh, I got to imagine it just feels good to put the equipment back on, get back out in the sunshine, and play a little baseball. Yeah, you said it, the sunshine. That's what I'm, <laughs> I'm, happy, I'm happy for. But yeah, just obviously to be back out here see everybody see you guys and just get this thing rolling it's good a lot of pressure on you there's always pressure with the game you know it at this level but now that uh, your good buddy tucker barnhart is <clears throat> is not on the squad anymore looking solely to you mm-hmm. to catch a lot of games as many as you can you ready for it yeah absolutely um obviously i've said it a million times but uh tuck obviously has helped me so much and yeah opportunities here and make the most out of it. I'm ready and excited to lead this and lead this team, lead the staff and do whatever I can to help, help win. You, you obviously work a lot with J.R. House, but I, I think it's a lot of people, no matter what line of work you're in, no matter what you do, it's always nice to hear other voices and, and have other people that you can bounce ideas off of and go to. Do you have a lot of people around the game uh, that you can go to? And is Tucker one of those guys yeah. that you could still pick up the phone and call? Yeah, I mean, actually – uh, I think he actually posted something. Um, he was driving down to a spring training and he stopped in Atlanta. Um, and like I, we were texting and stuff and um, just mutual conversations. Just like, hey, if you ever need anything, don't don't hesitate to reach out. Like we've been he's been there. Um, he's obviously a great mentor for me. And um, there's a lot of other people. I know Jr. this whole staff. There's a lot of big league experience uh, around. And obviously, Joey, he's probably seen it all. So not only with catching, but just being professional, whatever it takes. I mean, there's, there's resources here. I've asked you this before. I'm going to ask you again. The grind behind the plate. I've always said, especially in spring training, catchers to get paid double. I mean, you guys do. <laughs> it's, seriously, it's the, the, your day's longer than everyone. You do more than everyone. And it's the hardest position physically to play in the game. Mixing time with Tucker, now you're the guy. They're going to look for you to catch maybe 120 games, maybe more. I don't mm-hmm. know what, what you got in you, but you said one year in the minor leagues you caught yeah. how many, 100 and – I think it was about 110. I'll have to, we, can, yeah. we can double check, fact check it. So are you ready for that grind? Because that's mm-hmm. a whole different animal. Yes, but obviously where I'm at now and where I was back in – man, that would have been, I think, 20, 2018, <clears throat> I believe, in Daytona. Physically, night and day – the resources that we have here <laughs> is yeah. a lot better than what we did in Daytona Beach. Um, but, yeah, I mean, a lot's changed physically, mentally. My body's in a better spot. Um, so, yeah, I'm ready for it. It gets hot around the big leagues, but not quite like the Florida no. State League. Oh, okay. man. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, I, I remember coming back into the locker room after games, and it looked like I just jumped into a pool. I would have to leave my catching gear outside in the locker room for it to dry off because it was that wet. Oh, wow. I mean, it was disgusting. It was disgusting. Uh, and then it would still sometimes be wet the next morning because it was, yeah, it was oof, dark days. Uh, Jim talked about the, the fact that, and, and you, you touched on taking over, but how do you how do you kind of just put all the quote-unquote pressure aside and, and, and let that give way to excitement for the challenge and, and, and all of that? I think I just have to trust myself and just whatever is ahead. Um, I know last year was kind of like a big learning cor- curve getting my feet wet and really the expectations, the pressure aside, just go out and compete and play every day. Um, 
just have fun. I mean, we're here, we're here to win. We're going to do everything we can as a unit. Just do whatever and have fun. It's obvious you could swing the bat <clears throat> at this level. And, I mean, they put you into pinch hit situations, in clutch situations as a rookie. I mean, they were just throwing you right out there. But, obviously, the job number one of a major league catcher is to run the staff, the pitching staff. How much have you learned over the last couple of years that has prepared you? And has that been the hardest preparation to do the mental side of it? For sure. Um, I, mean, I, th- I think that's like being a high, sc- being a high school catcher. Um, I mean, I, I, I w- was leading a pitching staff in high school, but it's, it's totally different. I, I didn't go through that time when college when I got to be with older guys. Um, but I mean, I'll say it a million times. I think that that COVID year, that 2020 year, really helped me with my development. With obviously debuting, but any time that we were on the road, being in the clubhouse, being with DJ, being with the pitchers, being in the bullpen, just spending time with them to start those relationships, start those friendships. Two years ago, that has helped lead to where I'm at now. Um, and there, I mean, like obviously, there's guys that have been coming and going the past few days, and we, we have new faces. So that's what I, something that's something I have to continue to do is meet new guys and I mean some of them are going to be pitching for us this year so I got to f- be familiar with myself and with them and what they're trying to do. It's part of it. It's a never ending process. The, the catching aspect of the job, <clears throat> there's so many aspects to that. Uh, and it's not just simply blocking pitches <laughs> in the dirt and catching a fastball. <clears throat> there's it, it, it's it's game planning. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's strategizing against the other team. Obviously, the mechanical side of it, the catch-and-throw aspect, there, there's a lot that goes into it. What was the most eye-opening for you when you got to pro ball and then I got to imagine all of that took another step when you got to the big leagues? Well, I think it's kind of cool, uh, JR. The past few years, we've had like themes going into spring training. I think this is pretty appropriate for now. But this year's theme is being – it's called QB1. Um, so that's a great way to kind of analyze catching is being a quarterback on the baseball field. There's so much that goes on with the game planning. I mean, pitch by pitch, situations change, and it's the same thing with the quarterback out there. And just being able to adjust and have reasonings. And if I call a pitch, I have to have a reason to what I saw and uh, just trust myself and trust me. We're visiting with Reds catcher Tyler Stevenson. It's the Reds Hot Stove League, as always presented by the Holy Grail Banks, Budweiser, and UDF. Jim and I will be back with more with Tyler Stevenson after this on the Reds Radio Network. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome back to the Reds Hot Stove League. We're continuing our conversation with Reds catcher Tyler Stevenson. And uh, Tyler, you, you were talking about their guys, and, and Tucker Barnhart's certainly one of those guys that you can reach out to. When you were growing up, high school catcher, playing the game as a kid, who were the guys that you looked up to? Uh, I mean, I, I got to imagine two names that come to mind, Yadier Molina, Buster Posey, mm-hmm. two, two icons in the game behind the plate. Uh, you've had a chance also to 
play against those guys. But yeah. were those the guys that you looked up to, or who were some of those guys? Yeah, uh, I mean, being from Atlanta, McCann was one of those guys uh, back in his when he was with Atlanta. Yachty, like you said, um, and Posey. He's an, he's another Georgia guy. Um, so it's cool that I've been able to play against two out of th- two out of three of uh, those guys. Um, obviously, Posey had a great career, and I was fortunate to meet him uh, before he uh, retired. And obviously, with, with this being Yachty's last year, um, obviously some of the two best catchers that have ever played the game. So it's been pretty cool to compete against them. Were there ever moments when you were competing against them where you're like, "Hey, hey, man!" Was, oh yeah, you fanboy a little bit. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it still happens. Like. It, it's just part of it. I mean, it's like facing Kershaw last year and Scherzer. I'm like, man, like I grew up watching these guys. But at the end of the day, it's still the same game. Like, you have to forget about it and go out there and compete. Your personality, you are one of the super nice guys. Your parents did a great job with you. <laughs> no, seriously. No, I know. And I My say that, I'm not trying to blow smoke. But you, seriously, at the same time, you talk about being QB1, mm-hmm. being the leader on the team, at some times you've got to, like, you know, be stern mm-hmm. out there. Be the leader. Yep. Is that tough to find in your personality? Uh, I mean, I've always been someone who's kind of like low-key. I've never really been someone who raises my voice. But I think I think there's times and situations for that. Like each, each person on our team, each one of y'all, everybody reacts to different situations differently. So some guys need that. If I need to get in somebody's face on the mound, I have to know which one's – that is if yeah. there's a situation where the guys don't and I need to be in the dugout or the clubhouse like every, everybody's gonna be different and that's something that going back to like learning the pitchers and stuff learning personalities like you just have to be able to know everything about these guys and if they, if they need a little slap on the butt you got to be able to provide that part psychologist yeah it's part I mean of yeah part of it. I mean yeah every, everybody's <laughs> different like some people need the pep talk some people need to be told how it is and some i don't i don't know everybody's different uh, you, you've obviously grown in your position but you're in a unique spot where you really see pitchers grow too ha- has that been fun to watch some of these guys grow as as pitchers mm-hmm. it's been fun like especially santion like we came up together um we've been through a lot and then to see his success last year was awesome and it's different because he came up as a starter and then like kind of flipping roles and now it's w- one of the guys that really did well in the back end of our bullpen. Um, I don't know what situation will be this year, go back to a starter, if he's going to stick in the bullpen. Um, but it's been fun just to see him. Um, Hunter, Hunter's another guy I've had, I got to catch a few times and now to see where he's at. Um, it's been fun and I've heard nothing but great things about him. Lodolo, the same thing, like bunch of these young guys that I kind of came up with they've made huge strides huge strides for so I'm excited spring's just getting going so you really haven't had a chance to catch mm-hmm. too many guys yet this spring are the same guys guys you're looking forward to catching and, and and seeing the progress they've made since the last time you saw them too yeah actually funny the, the last like I caught Lodolo today and I caught Hunter yesterday um and they're great I've heard nothing but great things from all from all the coaches and stuff and not only them but there's also new guys like I said I got a there's new guys that are uh, here, and I have to be able to catch those guys and understand their personality. And it's a never-ending process. Hunter Green just getting going here, mm-hmm. and he's probably not, you know, throwing 100 percent yet in the bullpen you caught. But is the ball just a little heavier, just it's, coming at you a little harder? I mean, I think it's some of the easiest velocity that I've. It ever is seen. easy. I it's mean, like 
I don't know what he was throwing yesterday, but I mean, his, his easy in a bullpen is probably 94, 95, yeah, which is, which is crazy, which is sickening. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Praise the Lord. I don't have to ever face, hopefully never have to face him. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just cool. Like, I don't know. It's just cool to see young guys, like high school guys being drafted at 18 years old and then to see them progress, like. Mature. Like Stevenson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think it, I'm looking at it from a different perspective. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm sure people can say that about me. Um, but it's just it's just growing up, learning who you are. The camp's obviously a little little different this year. The, the Reds have, have made some moves, but at the same time, doesn't that give guys like you and other guys in the clubhouse mm-hmm. a chance to go, okay, now it's our time. Now, yeah. Now, yeah. I'm sorry. No, sorry. go ahead. Yeah, 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 no, now no, it's our yeah. time. Yeah, without a doubt. Um yeah, it's been a crazy kind of couple of days. Um, losing Sonny, Winker, and uh, Gino. Those are three, obviously, really important roles in our clubhouse and just great people, some of my great friends. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it obviously gives opportunities for other guys like me, India, and some of the other younger guys to kind of step up and uh, take control of the locker room and kind of get this thing going because we'll have to. or I mean, we're going we're gonna to have to in order to succeed and do well this year. We're going to have to have guys – not only me, but other guys around us on our team to step up and fill roles and achieve them. Well, the expectations won't be as high. That'll be easier to deal with. And you guys are going to be hungry, I imagine, mm-hmm. as a team. Yes. Is that safe to say yeah. that prove some people wrong and hungry? Yeah, I think I think that's a, that's a really good way to put it because obviously a lot of people are probably doubting us just with some of, some of this, the moves that we've made, but – some of the pieces that we've gotten, I've heard really good things about. And like I said, guys are going to have to step up. And if we can have those guys step up, then obviously there's probably no reason why we shouldn't do well this year. So Games are right around the corner. Man, how, right pump, how pumped are you to get it going? Quick, quick turnaround. <laughs> um, I think, yeah, today was first day of lives. I don't know what game. I don't know what the schedule with games when we're playing. or we, we I don't know that yet. Um, but, yeah, it, it's going to be quick. Rock and roll. Let's yep. get it going. Let's go. Let's get it going. Let's play ball. Let's go. Lay some up and let's go. Tyler, thanks for the time. Of Certainly appreciate it. Always great to chat with you and all the best this year. Yep. Thank you all. All right. That is Reds catcher Tyler Stevenson. The Reds Hall of Fame and Museum has opened a new exhibit, Los Rojos, a celebration of Latino impact on the Reds in Major League Baseball, presented by Dinsmore. Fans can explore the imprint made by the many Latino stars who have etched their names in baseball history with the Reds and other MLB teams. Visit RedsMuseum.org to plan your next visit. We wrap up the Reds Hot Stove League next on the Reds Radio Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to the Reds Hot Stove League, wrapping things up with Jim Day. I am Tommy Thrall, and uh, well, it has been a wild week so far, but finally get to look forward to some games coming up on Friday, Jimmy. Can't wait for that. Quick turnaround, big, quick ramp up. It's going to be interesting to see how they ease guys into it and get ready for the season, but everyone's in the same boat, Tommy, so... Um 
Time to rock and roll. By the way, we didn't mention earlier when we were talking to Nick Crawl, and we asked him that you'd freed up some salary. Are you? Do you have the freedom to go out and sign a free agent? Well, the Reds are going to sign Donovan Solano, who has been around the block. A uh, good track record for him, so he will slot in and help out this club. Sounds like he gives the Reds a lot of versatility yeah. too on where he can play. Um, might even, might even be tested in the outfield a little bit yeah. and uh, but the bat is something that they really like about him no there's no doubt and i think they you know the projections are different when you hit in great american ballpark and they're, they're excited for like a guy like fraley to see what he can do in great american ballpark not hitting in that big park in seattle which can get in your head um so we'll see i think brighter days are ahead yeah i uh, there's I really do. We do. We talk about optimism. There are plenty of reasons to be optimistic. Yeah. Again, still Jonathan India is here. Tyler Stevenson is here. We heard Nick say it. Luis Castillo, Tyler Malley are going to be back. Uh, they want to add some pieces in the bullpen. So there's there's more moves to be made coming up this spring. Uh, but but one of the other things that with talking with people around camp, uh, from an offensive standpoint, it sounds like we're really starting to see a big shift uh, against strikeouts. Put the ball in play more. Make more contact and limit this team's strikeouts. That's a that's that's not nothing. Yeah, the strikeouts in the middle of the order have been a killer the last couple of years, so the last few years, and throughout baseball. And another thing this club wanted to do is get more athletic. Let's face it, the defense has been subpar on this club. There's no way around that. So you add athletic guys, and the defense is going to help your pitching staff. So to get more athletic and to be a better defensive club, that is one of the goals, and they are on their way to that. Well, especially with all the young pitchers that this mm-hmm. team's going to be running out there. Yeah. Not just on opening day but yeah. once you get into the season double headers this team is going to need pitching depth and uh, right now it, it seems that because of all the youth there is some starting pitching depth I'm excited about the rotation of the future seriously they, they've got some uh, good nucleus that could be young and very very talented a lot of very exciting arms the reds 2022 reds heads kids club and reds rookies baby club are on sale now each kit includes exclusive reds gear two free tickets and special offers purchase now at reds.com slash fan clubs Busy day today. Big thanks to Nick Crawl for joining us. Also, Lucas Sims and Tyler Stevenson. For Jim Day, I'm Tommy Thrall. We'll talk to you next week. Actually, we'll talk to you Friday. As the Warm Reds. up those pipes, Tommy. Come on with <laughs> no it kidding. Now. As the Reds kick off the Cactus League schedule. Take care. I'm Tommy Thrall. Good night.